Welcome to Affiliate Marketing Millionaire, the official podcast for the number one affiliate marketing channel on YouTube with over 36 million views and counting. Here are your hosts, ODI Productions and Kit Thatch. All right, welcome back to yet another episode of Affiliate Marketing Millionaire. This is episode 31. I want to thank everybody for listening, subscribing, reviewing. It's been awesome. I'm Kit Fatch with, as always, your host, ODI Production. Really excited for the episode today. Uh, Odie, why don't you uh, take it from here? Let them know what we're talking about. Thank you, Kit, for the intro. As always, welcome back again to Affiliate Marketing Millionaire. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in weekly. This topic for today is high ticket affiliate marketing. It's a highly requested topic that I have spoken about in the past, both on the podcast and on the YouTube channel, but it's something that's worth diving into deeper because um, my last episode was basically on how I was able to scale 10X from uh, $3,000 a month to $30,000 a month, so basically $1,000 per day and doing that in nine months. One of the keys to doing this was high ticket affiliate marketing, basically just changing the niche and the affiliate products to be high ticket, and essentially that 10X the business overnight, but you know, along with that, there was a couple other factors which we'll get into because it wasn't just changing to high ticket affiliate marketing, and there are some caveats to joining uh, doing high ticket affiliate programs and products, which we'll get into the good, the bad, everything in this episode. So yeah, I, I mm-hmm. just wanted to jump in and say real quick, I think a lot of times too, when I personally look, if you Google high ticket affiliate marketing, mostly it's just people saying, here's high ticket affiliate products and they don't for beginners or whatever. And they're not really mm-hmm. for beginners and they don't really give any context. So I think today we can kind of break down, tell you what it's really like and how to actually go about it. Sure. Yeah, that that makes perfect sense. So the first thing we need to do is define what is high ticket affiliate marketing. So, you know, I don't think that there is, uh, you know, a hard definition for high ticket, but here's my definition based on my experience in the industry. I generally think that anything that pays roughly 25, 30, 50, you know, maybe $100 per sale is high ticket. Because, you know, just to give context, anyone who's done Amazon Associates and you've sold things where the commission rate is like two, three, four percent and the product itself is only like 10 bucks or 12 bucks, then obviously if you're just making cents or, you know, one or two dollars per sale, that's not high ticket. So that's why, you know, even like a $20 per sale is relatively high ticket compared to a lot of the affiliate products out there. I'm looking mostly at Amazon Associates when I'm saying that, but there's so many that, you know, they'll pay you 10%, but if the product is only like 60 bucks, you know, then that's not necessarily high ticket. You need so much volume just to make a significant amount of income. Now, that doesn't mean never do low ticket. And it, you know, no one says that you can't do both high and low ticket together. In fact, we probably recommend that you do both. But first, before we jump into how to sell these products where you do get paid, let's say 30, 50, $100 per sale, let's talk about some of the drawbacks to doing high ticket because it's not something that you can just jump into. So Kit, what do you usually see is one of the, you know, maybe some of the biggest issues with beginners especially who are, you know, they're interested in this and they learn about high ticket and they're like, why don't I just skip to doing high ticket affiliate marketing? 
Yeah, I mean, I think the biggest one is just more competition. So if you're not prepared and you don't know how to do affiliate marketing, you are going to be so out of your depth. It's like trying to go like straight from college football to like the pros. Like you're not going to know what offenses are running, what defenses, and you probably haven't researched the product. You probably don't know anything about the product, so you're just going to get eaten alive. Yeah, that's you know that's sort of the short end of it where basically high ticket affiliate products and high ticket uh, programs also have very experienced and seasoned affiliates who are going to be essentially your competition. You're going to be competing with people who have the you know six, seven, eight years of experience who've done seven figures in affiliate commissions. And that is not really fun to go against if you're a beginner who has no skills, you don't you haven't built up any sort of brand, any sort of assets, you don't really have a big email list. You know, it's gonna be very, very hard, especially because most affiliate products are also just more expensive. Well, when we're talking about the high ticket affiliate marketing. Now, that's not always the case, and we'll get into some high-ticket affiliate marketing products that are not uh, necessarily expensive, but they do pay high-ticket affiliate commissions. But basically, competition is one of the toughest things with the high-ticket stuff. You know, If they're paying a lot, it's because the customer has a large lifetime value. And essentially, if that's the case, then the top end of uh, affiliates are going to you know, want to compete and want to promote these products. And the thing is, if you're a beginner and you don't have any skills, and again, you haven't built up anything, it's really hard to just jump straight up. And, you know, like Kit said, just jumping, it's almost, honestly, it's like jumping from playing JV in high school to playing in the NFL. Like, you can't just go up to the major leagues, you know, like that without having any, going through the ladder. And so, one thing I want to specify with going from, you know, 3,000 a month to 30,000 a month in nine months that would not have happened if I didn't have that two years of building and learning and failing with recording now doing that transition from low ticket to high ticket, okay? It would not have grown that fast if I hadn't picked up everything I had learned. And now with that said, I do wanna point out two other factors that helped to 10X things in nine months. It wasn't just switching from low ticket to high ticket. There was also heavy reinvestment with paid advertising and you know, it went up um, in my last video and going over the expenses, it went up to over $6,000 a month in Google ads to scale up to over 31000 in affiliate commissions. So it was not without any cost, basically, to 10x in that short time span. And then the third factor is SEO. And SEO is what allowed, you know, even with the $6,000 in spend, allowing a 80% profit margin was because organic started to kick in and with when you have seo and you have that warm organic traffic with intent coming in to purchase a high ticket product that's where things get really exciting and that's where you can you know basically make these sort of passive income sales uh from what you've built prior you know whether it's through your you know your content uh you know your website your email list etc so Basically, you know, that's kind of the drawback to getting into uh, high ticket affiliate marketing is the competition. And also, you know, I want to stress that with your first affiliate website or business, you should learn the ropes first. You know, you should really uh, go through things, be willing to experiment and try different things. Because if you just want to be perfect from the get go, that's one thing that stops a lot of beginners is 
this perfectionism where you're thinking like, okay, I'm going to choose the number one perfect high ticket affiliate product. And then I'm going to, you know, do this and that. But then it turns out like you have to just pay your dues. You have to, you know, put in the time and you're going to, you know, it's not going to happen overnight. People who try and rush this and you don't understand that SEO can take six to nine months and usually over a year for the maximum effects. I mean, you're going to get impatient real quick. And if you looked at anything, you know, in my timeline of basically the first three years of doing affiliate marketing, the first basically two years where I was learning, you know, I couldn't even break past like $400 a month for the most part. So with all that said, let's move on to what you need to do high ticket affiliate marketing. Now that we know that, you know, one of the caveats is competition. Kit, what is, what are some of the things that, uh, you know, these programs are looking for and what will help you succeed with high ticket affiliate marketing? Yeah, I think number one is to build a, a trustworthy brand. So I think, you know, having sort of an, a site that's plastered with Google AdSense and stuff like that is not gonna be your friend. You want something that looks reputable and you want well-researched content. So you really have to, to take time to put into making your brand. So when people go and look at your website, they go, oh, this, I can trust this site. This seems like they've done their research and they know what they're talking about. Yeah, I think trust goes hand in hand with high ticket because if we're talking about selling a product that let's say is a thousand or two thousand dollars, you don't get those sales without trust or rapport. So you have to build authority, you have to build trust. These are things like Google even just looks for when it comes to SEO. And how do you do that? Honestly, over time, just creating content that's going to build up the credibility in that niche and that's gonna build up your authority, people subscribing to your email list and you providing value on a daily, weekly, monthly, yearly basis is gonna build that up as well. And branding, whether it's a personal brand, whether it's an actual you know, independent sort of company like I did with Recording Now, like I did with How to Make a Website, you know, those were brands that I really spent time and I invested in to really build up and to just position whether it's with the you know the creative materials like the logo and the video intros and stuff but it's also just like in our mission you know so basically with recording now the mission was connecting the customers with the right product for them and that was headphones obviously but like uh basically based on your needs i would try and create content that would really give you the best recommendation regardless of even regardless of the affiliate sale like if it meant that i wasn't going to sell a more expensive headphone for someone who didn't need the more expensive headphone i would do that because transparency honesty is part of the brand so basically you know that's the first thing but then what do you think uh, else you need kit to uh, if you want to transition from low ticket to high ticket you know what's another step you should take yeah, I think one is to sort of plan it out. I think rather than just jumping into it and being like, hey, I'm just going to go for a high ticket, plan out like, hey, I'm going to start in this niche. I'm going to go from here. Then I'm going to make a plan and I'm going to work my way up to promoting those things as I build up, as I build up my audience, as I build up my writing skills and my researching. And so having a plan, I think, for how you can have stuff all around those high ticket offers. Because if someone just comes to your site and there's three articles all on the same thing, they're not going to want to buy from you. Yeah, they're going to have to see some sort of, you know, history. You know, they're going to have to see uh, like that you have done a lot in this space. And when I think of, you know, some of my affiliate sites, basically, if you see someone has reviewed like a bunch of the most popular products in this uh, a certain space, then you kind of just trust that they know what they're talking about or just just based on 
you know, pure volume, if they've experienced all these products, then, you know, you're like, okay, at least they, they're able to compare things, right? Now, people will always ask, okay, what if I can't buy all these high ticket products? Because if it's high ticket, so, you know, an example back then when Amazon's affiliate commissions were higher, like let's say 8%, 6%, like when I would sell these headphones that were 300 to $400 range, that commission did end up being close to that $20. And that was relatively high ticket, especially if you could sell, you know, a couple dozen of them that, that added up. So with that, you know, it, it was just over time. Like, it's not like I bought 10 of these $300 headphones just at one go, you know, and swiped the credit card. It was just over time. And it was starting with a $50 pair of headphones that I actually already owned, you know. And then, like Kit said, basically having a plan to move into it. Now, honestly, at that time, I didn't have a plan. But I, what I learned from that was that you should have some sort of plan to move up to the more expensive products, essentially, because you're getting more with less effort. I mean, if you sell, again, if you sell something that has a commission of, let's say, $50, $25 versus, you know, one or two bucks, you have to sell so many, you know, dozens of that lower ticket item just to um, meet the same thing that you did with a single sale of a high ticket product. So essentially, you know, having a plan to transition and um, having the goal, like, you know, basically having the long term vision of being like, okay, maybe I'll start with cheaper products right now and string together this low ticket and then over time whether it's because i get enough revenue to reinvest in the higher ticket items and i invest into those knowing that i will get a return you know doing reviews or creating content on that and becoming an affiliate or it could be that if you've built up a brand the companies may come to you and you know i bring this example up a lot but it was just really cool for me back then with recording now once i started to show the track record through my content my content started to get better and better started to get more views started to get more sales companies huge companies were coming to me and they were asking me to create content and they'd give me the pair of headphones in exchange uh, for a review and that was totally fair to me because i mean you know a 400 pair of bluetooth headphones awesome like i'll take that and then i get to create content and then essentially make even more money from the affiliate commissions so you know that's that's what sh that's the way it works and that's what you have to do is you got to have that mindset going in um and then kit is there anything else that people should know you know about transitioning to high ticket yeah i think one of those is is picking products that you actually believe in that you actually like one almost everything has an affiliate program so there's no need to pick a product just because you're like, oh, well, this has an affiliate program. They all do. So you might as well pick ones that you research and believe in. One, because you'll be more excited about them. You'll talk more mm -hmm. about them. You'll just, that'll be conveyed in your written or video content that you actually really like this product and think it's really cool. Um, and the other thing is your commissions can go up. If you build a relationship with them, um, they might, yeah, something might go from being a lower commission item to being a higher one. I think sometimes people don't know that. And so if you, you really love a product, you go, well, it's only a you know, $15 commission now or something. But if you stick well and promote well for that product, they'll probably raise your commission rate. Oh, yeah, that's a great point. So, you know, the first thing that I always believed in was I don't sell anything that I don't personally believe in or I would stand behind. And, you know, that's just how I roll. But like I know some people, they, they don't really care. They'll just promote anything that has commission. But with that said, if you develop a relationship with the affiliate program, and usually with a direct affiliate program, but even if it's on like a commission junction or impact, they will have an affiliate manager. And 
generally, you know, you have to be proactive. So if you're actually building up traction, you have to reach out to the affiliate manager and say, hey, you know, check it out. I've been driving X number of clicks, X number of sales, making, you know, X number of uh, revenue. And I was wondering if we could do more of a partnership and, you know, basically ask for a higher commission. And you would be surprised that companies are willing to work with you if you show that track record first. Uh, but you have to have some sort of track record. You have to show that you're able to get sales consistently, that you're able to get a large number of sales that's more than just like you know one or two, that's more than just the average. But you would be surprised these programs are willing to work with you and they might increase your commission rates or they might just increase if it's a fixed commission, they may be willing to pay you more per sale. So that's something, you know, one that you wouldn't know this unless you were a seasoned affiliate and you've done this before, but I'm just trying to, you know, help you guys out there. Um, that's something to have as a goal. You want to have, create a track record, build a relationship with the affiliate manager or with the program. And I'm telling you that for the most part, as long as they're a good affiliate program and they're willing to invest into it, um, then they're willing to invest in you and possibly raise your commission as well. So that definitely helps. Now that we've talked all about this, I know people are probably dying to know, you know, what are some examples? Give us some concrete examples of actual high ticket affiliate products. What are some high ticket affiliate niches? So Kit, do you want to start off with giving us some examples? Yeah, I might start off with software and that can go in a bunch of different ways. It can be more stuff like SEO software or yep. website stuff. It can be even like B some people do B2C stuff of, you know, very niche uh, enterprise stuff, which is obviously very like high difficulty getting on the phone with people almost. But yeah, right off the bat, I just think software products. Yeah. So, you know, the bulk of my seven figures in affiliate commission, which I've shown on my YouTube comes from web hosting and in the website space, website builders, you know, a lot of it with WordPress and with web hosting companies that host WordPress. So essentially, you know, software, the reason why they're able to pay so much is because generally they have high profit margins. And that's basically the, you know, that's it right there. They're, they have higher profit margins and um, you know, they're allowed to pay more in order to acquire customers versus if you were doing e-commerce and let's say your profit margin ends up being 10, 20%, there's not a lot of wiggle room there to pay like an affiliate. So, you know, with that said, um, the commissions tend to be higher with more digital products and it's not just limited to software, although we'll get into a few other digital product niches uh, next, but I do want to, you know, zero in on the uh, software products. Like Kit said, there's SEO software. SEM Rush has an affiliate program that I think they invest a lot into. And you can tell generally, you know, once you've joined a few affiliate programs and you've, you know, applied to some and you've joined some and you've uh, taken part and participated, you can tell the companies which really invest into their affiliate program when they're, you know, they have an affiliate manager that they assign you and that they really give you all these resources. Like, for example, not just giving you your affiliate link, but also maybe creating some sort of resources on what is the best way to promote this product? What are some examples of successful blog posts and successful uh, YouTube videos and content that other affiliates have done to get sales? Like that could be so huge with so many companies, but I actually don't see that in a ton of affiliate uh, programs, to be honest. So there's so much work that companies could do with investing into their affiliate program. And honestly, it would pay off and give a crazy return because 
you know, with affiliate marketing, it's a win-win-win for everyone involved because when the customer, let's say, they buy a good product through an affiliate, then they're getting, you know, they're getting connected to a good product for a specific pain or business use case. The affiliate gets commission for promoting the product and the company only pays out when that affiliate gets results, only when they get a sale. So, I mean, it's a win-win-win for everyone involved. Um, some other examples are like email marketing software. And I've been an affiliate for a number of email marketing software. Some is so, some are better than others, honestly. Um, and then, you know, web hosting again, uh, which I'm bringing up. Uh, one quick side note, we just launched Wizards Affiliate Program and we are paying up to $50 per successful customer referral. So that would be considered high ticket. If you are interested, uh, make sure you join Wizard, uh, whether it's a free trial or you can contact support and they will get you hooked up with the affiliate program. You can sign up and you can join. You don't have to be a paying customer, but you should sign up and be at least a free trial user to get in. So software, that's basically it. You can do more research. There's so much software out there in so many categories that honestly, you're going to have to just do research and try and find one. You can even go look for, uh, you know, affiliate programs for software you use every single day. Uh, we are spending and continue to spend probably thousands of dollars in software. And, you know, honestly, some of them uh, can really pay out a good amount. What I've learned, though, is that you want to I, at least from my opinion, you want to get paid the fixed commission, not that 30% recurring lifetime, because I'll, I'll be honest, I've joined programs like that where they're like, we'll give you 30, 40% recurring lifetime forever, yada, yada. It ends up, what ends up happening is the people you refer eventually cancel, and then you end up only getting 30, 40% of like, what, $19 a month. And then like for like two months or even one month, it's it's like nothing. I'd rather get paid, again, 25, 30, 50, 75, $100 one time. And then that's it per sale. You know, that would just add up. And at least that's very concrete. But then when you have a lot of customers churning and canceling, and then those are the people you referred, you know, you end up not making as much in the long run. Um, it's not as much ceiling, like upside, but it's a much, much higher floor than like getting, again, 30% of like a $9 a month software. So let's move on to the next category. What's another high ticket affiliate niche kit? Yeah, so another one is financial stuff. And this one, people really have to be careful of. We already mentioned some drawbacks to high ticket. Finances is high ticket, but you, a really need to know what you're talking about because obviously like this is people's like livelihood things like that too it's really easy to get in trouble if you don't have the right disclaimers and things like that and three the competition i mean like nerd wallet is an affiliate site and so you're going to compete yep. with huge credit karma all these places they're affiliate sites you're going to and the programs themselves have really high standards and the ones that don't have high standards you probably shouldn't promote because there are a lot of like payday lenders and things like that but, yeah, you know, it's just like cause we had a friend who used to always promote credit card just with his like little like the link they <laughs> give you and try and talk everybody yeah. up and sell them credit cards. But if you actually want to be an affiliate for credit cards, you need, I think, to drive them basically 100 new people every month to stay an affiliate. So it's very, very high difficulty. And you really have to know what you're talking about. So unless you are an expert in that world, it's probably best that to be very wary of that niche. 
Yeah, so we always stress building a brand, having a website, building an email list. That's literally not even, you know, that's just the beginning if you want to do, uh, you know, fintech or if you want to do credit cards and personal finance because they do pay that, you know, um, $50 per sale, $100 per sale sometimes, but at a price. You're going to have to have a really legit brand. You're going to have to have, whether it's consistent traffic, consistent sales, you're going to have to have a large or somewhat large email list or, act- or at least a very highly engaged email list or audience. Um, so, you know, the financial, it, it has drawbacks, but it's definitely high ticket and it can be so huge. Honestly, there's also like, uh, loans, you know, but again, um, Kit also mentioned, I think with sort of the legal side of things, you got to have so many disclaimers and you have to make sure that you're just covered um, when it comes to promoting these kind of products. Because again, they are very touchy in terms of like even Google when it comes to the SEO, you know, they have this, uh, it's kind of like basically this idea like your money or your life. If you're if your website is anything around like the topics that have to do with, you know, actually like finances and money and um, they basically are very, uh, you know, they put those websites under scrutiny because they're very dangerous if basically they allow sort of the scammier websites to rank higher and to, you know, promote scammy products. But at the end of the day, you know, these things are serious when it comes to credit. I mean, going into a lot of debt and then promoting debt and stuff like that. I mean, you know, it's very dangerous, slippery slope. So with that said, though, they can pay high ticket and they can pay very, very handsomely. But the barrier of entry, extremely high. So if you'd like to do that, if you are interested, you have to start building something now and you have to build something super legit, you know, inside and out whether it comes to the branding, whether it comes to the actual business itself, you have to get a track record. You have to get, um, you know, again, traffic, sales consistently, and then you have to consistently get sales for them every month in order to remain an affiliate. So it's it's one thing to get in. It's another thing to stay there. So that's, that's another one. Another one I want to bring up, which is also digital products, is like other digital products aside from software include... Uh, online courses and programs. These are again, they're they're high profit margin because you know these programs they can range in the thousands of dollars, hundreds of dollars, and again, um, you know you can pay to acquire a customer because either way you have to pay in order to acquire customers, whether it's through advertising or it's through affiliates and it's through you know referrals. Then you're gonna have to pay to acquire a customer and because of the higher profit margin, they can pay more. So you know online courses, programs, and then also, you know, just any sort of digital online product that has high profit margin, you can expect that they will pay more than like a physical product that you have to manufacture, you have to ship, you have to, you know, uh, handle like refunds and all that. So that's another sort of thing. But then, uh, Kit, I think you had a really, really good point about, um, you know, other high ticket products for regardless of your niche. Yeah. And that's is I think you should you really have to take a look at your niche because in, in every single niche, they're high value products. You just have to think and look into your niche and go, what are those? Like we know someone who did sustainable stuff and they hadn't thought to look at like sustainable mattresses. Well, those mattresses already have this really weird high, high profit margin for people who sell them. So they mm-hmm. offer really good commission rates. So, OK, there you go. So if you take a look at your your niche and go, okay, what are products? And that sort of goes hand in hand with making a plan. 
what are high, what costs a lot of money in this space that I can kind of get to and also start promoting those. And you, you'll find high ticket stuff everywhere. Yeah, that's a great point. And look how there's, you know, a uh, correlation there, high profit margin for mattresses and then high affiliate commissions. You know, it, at the end of the day, it's just economics. Like how much can they afford to pay to acquire a customer profitably? And, you know, just like that with mattresses, if it doesn't cost them a lot, but they can sell them for like a thousand dollars, then they can afford to pay an affiliate like a hundred bucks. So with that said, I think that's a really good example. And there's so many affiliate niches and products that I don't think anyone would expect us to go over every single one. And again, you know, I specialize mostly in software and online. So that's the thing that I'm going to talk about because it's what I have the most expertise. But with that said, please do your own research. And if you do like a certain product or company, then look it up, see if they have an affiliate program, but you're just going to have to do your homework and you're bound to find something in your niche. So the last thing I want to touch on is Okay, now that we know what high ticket affiliate marketing is and we know the pros and cons, what advice can we give people to apply to high ticket programs if there is a higher barrier of entry kit? So what are companies looking for generally? Yeah, so one is like good branding because if you're a company, you don't want just anybody promoting you because it's going to make you look bad. So you want to look for people with an actual website. There's some lower ticket programs. Maybe you got approved to Amazon Associates with a YouTube channel. Okay, but if you want high ticket stuff, you need to have a website and it can't just be any website with like a subdomain. It needs to be a custom, your own custom domain. It needs to look yep. professional, have content on it. So they actually look at it and go, okay, this person is serious. Yeah. Having now, you know, being in the position of consulting with various companies, affiliate programs, and even helping design some of them. And now I'm um, helping run uh, wizards. What I can tell you is that when you are the program or the company and you have all these applicants who are signing up, right, you uh, can essentially have these like high standards of, okay, you have to show me something for me to accept you into the program. Now, obviously, there's companies that are very just open and they have very low standards and they'll just let anybody in. But honestly, I think most companies, they do a review and they look at your application. And honestly, one of the first things is just like your website, okay? It's like, where do you sell products? Where do you do your promotions, your sales? Do you have a website, an email list, or an audience? Now, we've talked about you know having followers and stuff before. And honestly, I gotta say that it's not as important as people think because some of the biggest companies really don't have a strong social media presence. But with that said, if you come to me and um, with Wizard, we've had some affiliates with upward of 100,000 followers, you know, come to us and uh, apply for the program or ask about being an affiliate and, you know, partnerships, we are more than happy to have those candidates sign up because, you know, we see the potential, they see the potential, and it's a perfect partnership. And it's numbers at the end of the day. Now, that doesn't mean that it's only people who have 100,000 followers or more you know, get accepted or that, that we want to work with. No, it's anyone who can prove that they have a track record. And even if you don't have a track record now, but let's say you end up joining and you end up getting five sales per month or five to 10 sales per month consistently, that is enough for the program to take notice of you, you know, depending how competitive it is, because, you know, some, in some programs, like for me, I was bringing in consistently like 300 plus sales per month. So that obviously you're going to put a little care into that affiliate who's more like a partner, but 
anyways, going back to the topic of uh, applications, when you look at these applications, you have to show us something, right? And some are much, much more uh, demanding where they're going to say, you know, you need to have at least 10,000 monthly visits, uh, you know, to get in. Or, you know, again, uh, with the credit cards and with finance, you're going to have to bring in 100 leads per month, real qualified leads too, not just junk email signups, but people who filled out a credit application. So, you know, if you wanna get those numbers, you have to start with a bigger, at the top of the funnel, you must have visitors, right? You must have website visitors, you must have X number of email subscribers on your list in order to hit 100 qualified leads per month. It's math at the end of the day, right? So with all that being said, you have to show the program something. Now again, some, programs are stricter than others and anyone who's done you know who's applied to let's say five or more affiliate programs you know that not all of them are equal not all of them just say yes you know without any sort of showing any sort of you know traction on your application so what i try to do is really work on having a legit brand having a legit website you know even if you don't have the traffic yet at least look the part and then you know they'll know that you're working on it and you're giving an actual effort. So that's it at the end of the day. It's, uh, you know, it's visitors, it's having an email list, consistent traffic, and then sometimes large following, you know, being on the company side, I can see how wanting to work with influencers is one of the best acquisition channels to take advantage of. But, you know, with that said, you don't have to be an influencer per se to be a really good affiliate. I know I wasn't because with my affiliate brands, they didn't even really have social media other than YouTube. But, you know, they they weren't really, they didn't have millions of subscribers or even over 100,000 subscribers on the social media. So with all that being said, I hope you guys learned something today about high ticket. Again, it's not all rainbows and butterflies. Despite sounding awesome in terms of, you know, 10X your affiliate income, practically overnight, it's not without a cost and it's not without having some sort of skills uh, brought into it and really bringing something to the table. So I hope that this was enlightening um, for you guys and I know that some people have requested this topic and I just wanna dive deeper into it. If you do have questions about it, let us know. And uh, if you do enjoy the podcast, as always, you know the best way to thank us is to leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. And you know that's basically it for now um okay is there any like thing you want to say you know uh, parting words with high ticket before we leave yeah i mean if you want to if you're having a hard time making your site look professional try wizard.org you'll get a really great looking great performing site that you don't have to do a lot of work to make it look like a great brand and make sure once you do hit us up about joining that affiliate program um we got new features coming every week so we got some for next week we're excited about so definitely stay tuned um also to the wizard social media channels as well Sounds great. All right. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We'll catch you guys again next week.